Hey everyone, in today's episode we're going to talk about uh, fitness for fat loss. So what training you should do for fat loss and things you should prioritize, things you should focus on, and things you should kind of uh, maybe change your attitude on. So the first thing is prioritizing your prioritizing strength training over cardio. And what do I mean by strength training is basically um, lifting weights, so weightlifting or resistance training primarily. And what do I mean by cardio? I generally mean long, steady state cardio. So maybe going for very long runs, you know, over an hour, um, very long cycles and things like that. So the reason for this is the pri the primary thing people want when they want to lose fat is body recomposition. And what body recomposition is is when you lower your body fat but you increase or maintain maintain or increase your muscle mass um what that gives you is if you're a man generally the words verbs used or adjectives used to describe all this stuff is lean and all these things and if you're a woman it's generally toned but they're the same thing it just means body recomposition where you lose fat and you gain muscle so what strength training does or weight training does it's the best thing you can do to maintain grow or muscle mass or grow muscle mass because the stress of actually doing it forces your body to adapt and this adaptation then leads to what's called hypertrophy which is the um, growing of your muscle fibers or this VO, um, VO myofibril which is the fibers themselves growing or sacroplasmic hypertrophy which is the the insides of your basically muscle fibers kind of growing. Um, now before people think like you know you're going to turn green and you know hulk out and become you know this mass of muscles, muscle is really slow to grow and really slow to go on like losing fat is a lot easier than building muscle um so if you imagine rather than thinking like you know uh, you're going to put on like layers and layers of muscle very quickly if you imagine you're painting a wall and each day you put on a layer of paint that's what muscle mass is like it's slow slow to build you can only put on so much but over time each day if you keep doing it you'll build layers and layers and layers of muscle and eventually you'll see those results in body re recomposition there's also other reasons that you know strength training is uh, a bit better than cardio uh, for fat loss is that um, because you're building a bit more muscle mass you um, you increase your metabolism so how much calories your body actually burns at rest because you have more muscle which is a more expensive um, fiber than fat so your body will actually burn more calories at rest and also you'll increase your kind of um, it's called excessive post-exercise oxygen consumption um, basically you need more oxygen to cool down your body and for your body to kind of get back to baseline after training weights and to adapt to the stress so your metabolism is actually a little bit higher as well um, you know up to about 38 hours after you resistance train or lift weights so there are other reasons to do that um, when you if you are focusing on strength training then the next thing you need to focus on is you need to use mostly compound movements and what are compound movements they're basically movements that involve loads of muscles and multiple joints so for example a squat involves your hip joint your knee joint your ankle joint so multiple joint and multiple muscles would be your entire legs if you're squatting if you're deadlifting it involves basically nearly every every joint in the body um and nearly all 80% of the muscles in your body. If you're bench pressing, it involves the elbow joint, the shoulder joint, the wrist joint, um, and you're working your chest, shoulders, and arms, and pull-ups, similar to that nature, you're working on your back, shoulders, elbows, wrists again. So they're the big movements that give you basically the most bang for your buck. So you get the most results, you work the most muscles, and by working the most muscles, you are going to basically be able to lift more weight or move more weight, which means you're going to do more work, in your in your uh, workout routine which means you're going to get better results and burn more calories now that doesn't mean you shouldn't focus on isolation exercises so you know things like bicep curls or core work like planks and things like that or um, you know lunges or different leg exercises of that nature 
they have their place, but primarily if you were designing a workout, you should put the big stuff first, the compound moves when you're fresh, and you can do more work with them. And then after you're done with them, you can add in your uh, isolation work. So the stuff like, so um, for example, if you do bicep curls at the end of your workout, that's fine because your arms have the energy to do that. But if you were to do bicep curls before, let's say doing chin-ups or pull-ups, you'd have fatigued your arms, which would mean you would not be able to do the uh, pull-ups or chin-ups to the same um, degree as you could before. Or if you were doing um, loads of reverse lunges before you did a heavy set of squats, you wouldn't have the same strength for the squats as you would if you reversed it and did the reverse lunges after you did the squats so isolation was have their place but compound movements should be what you're focusing on they again are the exercise that involve multiple muscle groups and multiple joints now the next thing you should focus on then is varying the rep ranges you use when you're strength training and why is this so generally, if you, you can build muscle in a variety of rep ranges. You can build muscle if you're lifting light weights. You can build muscle if you're lifting heavy weights. However, it's been shown that generally, if you want to get stronger, you have to lift in the heavier uh, end of training. And that is generally four reps and below. If you just really want to build hypertrophy, you should kind of focus on reps between six 12 reps usually depending on the exercise generally 8 to 12 is what's usually recommended or 12 to 15 in smaller muscle groups but let's we'll talk about why you need to kind of vary the rep ranges and the reason is if your main focus is hypertrophy you should focus on higher reps and the reason for that is you will be you will be able to do this much faster um, if you're doing let's say four sets or we'll say we'll say five sets of eight squats is much easier than five sets of five squats or much easier than five sets of three squats and the reason for that is the five sets of eight will be demanding, you'll be tired, but the five sets of three will be very heavy and far more demanding. So you might only need 60 to 90 seconds to recover from the five sets of eight squats. While doing the sets of three squats, you might need anywhere from three minutes to five minutes, depending on how um, you know how, how far you're along in your training and how strong you are. String training is very fatiguing on your body and you need a lot of time to recover. While hypertrophy training is fatiguing, it's not as tiring. So you can do basically the same amount of work using the um, uh, the the higher rep ranges, so your 8 to 12, but you can get the same amount of uh, results in less time. However, back to the strength side of things, it has been shown that if you lift the heavier weights, so the four reps and below, you will get stronger. Now, you may go, but if my, my only aim is to kind of body re recomposition and get, you know, hypertrophy and, you know, build some muscle, I should always focus on the higher reps. And you generally should focus on the higher reps the majority of the time. But by using the uh, lower reps to get stronger, if you increase your strength, just think about it, if you increase your strength, when you do the other reps that are higher, you'll be able to lift more weight for higher reps. So they have a nice synergistic thing. If you get stronger, you can lift more weight which means you can do more in hypertrophy, which means you, you get better results. So it's a nice feedback loop where you kind of combine strength, the benefits of strength training, that you lift more weight, which means you get better results. So they work together nicely. Now that doesn't mean you have to only focus on strength training. If your main goal is hypertrophy, you should just do the heavier reps, you know, um, rarely. If you do want to get stronger, you should add them in more. But for most people, a nice hybrid is the best way where they do some strength training at the start and then their high rep stuff uh, on a different day or at the end of the workout. The next thing then is if you are caught for time, which a lot of people are in this day and age for working out, you can use a thing called supersetting your exercises to save time or even try setting your exercises together to save time. And the superset is basically doing two movements together. Now usually what people do when they do a superset is they will use antagonistic muscles paired together. So the best example of this is let's say you're doing a bench press or a press up, which involves the back of your arms, your triceps, your chest and your shoulders. 
and you do let's say a set of 10. Now your chest, your shoulders, and your chest, your shoulders and the back of your arms, your triceps might be fatigued and you might have worn away the muscle fibers in like they're fatigued and they can't do any more work. However, your biceps and your back might still be fresh because they did not get much work and you might not be breathless either because you, you know, you're aerobically fit. So you might be able to easily do a set of bent over rows or pull-ups or things like that after you do the bench press or um, push-ups. And that's what a superset is. It's combining two moves together, one after the other, and then taking a break because one muscle group is still fresh while the other one is fatigued. And then you take a big break and repeat the process. This saves a lot of time uh, in the gym and it generally works for a lot of people because... Um, you don't need that much rest when you're beginning. And now a tri-set is basically adding three sets together. Uh, so, you know, you could do, you know, in that example with the push-up, you could do a push-up, a, a push-up, a chin-up, and then you could do some form of uh, core movement. So you link three moves together that don't kind of um, interfere with each other and then take a big break and then carry on. So that's an easy way of saving time. And now onto the last two points, we're going to swing back to actually cardio movements here. So I this may sound like I'm completely against cardio, but that's actually not the case. A big thing you should do if you want to lose weight or fat loss is stay active. Humans are designed to move. We are very good at sweating. And because of that, we uh, adapted to run far distances. So the only issue I have with um, excessive uh, cardio, like things like running and things like cycling, is that it can wear away at your joints. Similar to strength training previously, if you just constantly do strength training, it can wear away at your joints. And if you want to be healthy and just lose a bit of weight, you don't need to run yourself into the ground literally and grind you know, your joints to dust. You just need to do enough that you know your heart rate stays up. So try and move often. And the best thing I recommend to people is, look, just go walking. If you can go for you know, a 20 minute walk, a 15 minute walk, a half an hour walk at a moderate pace, you'd be amazed at the benefits it has. It'll burn off extra calories, yes, but it'll improve your mood, improve your lymphatic system. It helps your immune function. It'll help you recover from other training things. And it's just generally great for your clearing your head. So walking is really beneficial, especially if you have a desk job. Try and get up and move often if you can, just to get your body going. And the last point then is on to actual cardio itself. Um, you need to do cardio. You need to go for runs or cycling or rowing or hiking, whatever it is, to keep your heart and lungs healthy. If you just stay in the gym and do weight training, you might stay reasonably fit, but you're probably not going to get the benefits you need to be healthy overall. So I do still recommend that you get cardio uh, in the uh, running, cycling, whatever I said. And previously I did say you don't need to do long steady states. And what is that? That's basically like, you know, if you're doing hours running, if you're doing marathon training, you're going to have to, you know, do the do the long runs and things like that but there's going to be a you know a health uh you're going to you're going to improve your performance but you're going to degenerate your health which is fine if you're in the sport and you're, you want to do that but if you just want to be healthy and lose fat you don't need to do like crazy amounts of carrier that people might make make you think you need to maintain you know healthy heart healthy lungs healthy brain things like that so as they say the poison is in the dough so you just need to do you know moderate Maybe two moderate days of cardio where you know you get your heart rate up where the run is a bit challenging or the cycle is a bit challenging and you know you cover a decent distance but you don't burn yourself into the ground. And then maybe do one day of high intense high intensity activity, you know, where your heart rate is very high. You, you know, you do it for a very minimum amount of time, but you do get your heart rate up, you do sweat a bit, and you do find it tough, and that's more than enough cardio. So what would be simple examples of that? So for the high intensity, 
It could be something as simple as pushing a sled in a gym or dragging a sled. They're very safe. It could be hill sprints if you have, you know, healthy knees and healthy joints. Um, something like that. Or being on a bike or rowing machine and just going, you know, hard for 10 seconds, 15 seconds and taking a huge break and repeating that. There are, you know, intervals. That's nice, high intensity training. That's safe. And then, of course, for the long steady stuff, it could be something as simple as going for a half an hour run, an hour long cycle, you know, rowing at a nice easy pace or just, you know, going for a hike or kayaking, something like that out and about where, you know, you're taking downtime you're clearing your head or something like that and getting fitness benefits so they're the kind of things you should look at from a fitness aspect for fat loss prior so we'll go over them again you need to prioritize strength training or resistance training you need to focus on big compound moves so you get the best results you need to vary your rep ranges so you can get stronger and build a bit of muscle and then you do need to keep up your cardio so you stay healthy with the heart and lungs so you're moving often and you know for cardio then for pick two days to do moderate cardio or even one day and then do one day high intensity you've got the best of both worlds you'll be healthy it'll help you recover you'll lose weight you'll look great and that's generally the basics of fitness for fat loss hope that clip helps guys and if you have any questions you can always ask and rate us on whatever system you're listening to us on and we'll talk to you later cheers